Ladies and gentlemen, no theme song introduction needed. Super Bowl 52. It's your buddy Gavin with my buddy and your buddy, <laughs> Cindy Harrington in Charlotte, in the Crack Research Team studio. How you doing, Cindy? I'm good, Gav. How are you doing? I'm great. I am ready for the Super Bowl. We're using the microphone that you may or may not have procured for the show during Christmas. May or may not. And uh, <laughs> signs point to yes that you did. Um, so you and I are going to do, this is pregame. We are an hour from kickoff. Yes. Patriots, Eagles. For those of you who listened uh, earlier this week to the podcast or went on Facebook Live or went on filibusterfreestyle.com, you know that we had Dan O'Brien. Yes. Dan Ruddle, Dougie Brown, mm-hmm. and the notorious legend Roscoe P., a.k.a. Chris Roscoe. Talking <laughs> Eagles, talking Patriots, Super Bowl's past, Super Bowl's present, uh, and we're going to talk Super Bowl in the mix. We're going to talk pregame, which we're doing now, setting it up, end of first quarter, yep. probably end of halftime, because we want to yeah. get that JT. I do want to see JT, I can't lie. And then end of third quarter, and of course end of game, win or lose. Win or lose, you and I promised the people at the Thirsty Beaver across the street here in Charlotte that we would go back (laughs) and hang out. They wondered why we wouldn't. Here's a question, actually, to start with, Cindy. Hit me. A lot of people find it funny that you and I were not going to watch it in public. Yeah. That we were going to go back to my my place here and watch it amongst just ourselves, the Patriots fans we know about here in Charlotte and Plaza Midwood. Why do you think people are shocked by that? You know, I don't know. Um... Our, our friend over there that was shocked by it. Sean. Sean. We met today. We, we don't have a last name on Sean, so he'll just be known as Sean. He's like Cher. He only needs one name. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, he, he seemed to think there were some Patriots fans at a bar up the street from here. Yeah, the Midwood Country Club, which and, is not a country club. <laughs> yeah, for the record. It's a dive bar. Not a, a good country one. club. Not a country club. Um, so he seemed to think that we were likely going there, and I think seemed surprised we were going back, but... You know, we, we want to be in the midst of Patriots fans, which you and I are. We can guarantee that we are fans. Yes. And we don't want to be heckled, and we want to concentrate on the game, and I think we're a little nervous. And so we just kind of want to be in our own surroundings, and then whatever, you know, the ending is, we will proceed Back however, we, however we're feeling. Yeah, and we'll, we'll go somewhere. So, okay, you mentioned that you had a hot take prior to us hitting record here. What, what are you thinking? I, you know, I think that Brandon Cooks is going to have a really big game. Wow. So you're just going to go right to the Brandon Cooks train, which I think is great. I, I think... What gives you that inkling? I don't know. I, I feel like um, him and Tom have been a little bit hot and cold all season with each other. And I just feel like he is going to ramp it up a little bit for the biggest game of the year. And I think he's going to he's gonna come out big uh, for us. Okay. And you mentioned that you at work, because mm-hmm. you are not uh, a person who works at an NCAA institution. That's absolutely correct. You are allowed to place wagers in the game and or in or Super Bowl squares, things like that. I am. You have some squares. I, I have. I'm involved in actually now four squares, which one I was not aware of, but my father texted me this morning and informed me that he placed a bet on my behalf at his work. So I'm now involved in four four separate square games. Which is great because the amazing thing about the Super Bowl <laughs> is even when if, if, I mean, we've been very fortunate with the Patriots the last 15, 18 years because obviously this is the eighth Super Bowl in like 16, 17 seasons. Yep. But, and it's, you know, the third and fourth seasons. But even when your team is not in the Super Bowl, things like the squares... 
things like the halftime performance are, are worth watching. But again, yeah. I'm not trying to watch a game with people with differing opinions or differing levels of intensity. I'm all about it. Uh, I have two questions. Okay. One is, do you want to even get into a final score prediction or not? No. Okay, fine. I can't. Fine. So this one I know you'll get into. And we'll obviously break this one down after halftime. Sure. Uh, Justin Timberlake. Yeah. He's doing halftime. I feel much more qualified to answer this yes, question. Do, <laughs> everybody seems to think he's going to do a Prince song where he's in Minnesota. Let's say that he is. If he does one, I don't even care which one you think he's going to do. Which one would you want him to do? And I can go first if you want him then to think. Here's, here's the thing. Um, I, I have to say I'm surprised by how much controversy this Justin Timberlake performance is carrying. Oh, really? Through this. Um, you know, there's a subset of people that hate him because of what happened with Janet Jackson that are very hardcore Janet Jackson fans. Okay. And I have to say I was a little bit ignorant of this group of people, but I understand where they're coming from. That being said, I love Justin Timberlake regardless. Yeah. Um, there's also a group of people that are angry because there is thought that he's going to use a Prince hologram, which apparently Prince at one point while he was still alive said... Don't do a hologram of me. Don't do it. So... I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen, but I think it's going to be purple rain. You think he's new purple rain? Yeah. Well, if there is one, whether I, I've heard a couple inklings that he might like do a three song kind of mashup of Prince. Like, so instead of doing one song, he may do like say fifty seconds of Purple Rain, fifty seconds of you know Raspberry Beret, fifty seconds of Nineteen Ninety Nine, or whatever. I don't hate that. I want some Raspberry Beret. I actually yeah. would love to. So this was brought up, and and Bill Simmons did this back in the day when the Pats won their first Super Bowl. He felt like Beautiful Day by U2 kind of captured it. And the year they lost to the Giants, Free Fallen by Tom Petty, the late great Tom Petty, captured it, unfortunately. But I would say if he would do a song within a song, which is Nothing Compares to You, Sinead O'Connor, but she actually, Prince gave her that song. If JT did a little Nothing Compares to You about our boys Tommy B and Billy B to be a homer for a second, and the Pats were to pull it off, they were to pull it off, that would be the crescendo that we were looking for. Just saying. Wow. Um, that's, a, that's a real hot take. And I really do that's feel... It's like a left field hot take. I just came to me while we were talking. And I do feel, I do feel even though that she went on Twitter or social media today and said she wasn't showing up. Yeah, there's a tweet out there. Check it out. Janet Jackson, this show is on the record. The filibuster freestyle is on the record as thinking she's a Hall of Famer, as thinking she's the best. I think... And we said this earlier, and I yes. say this kind of tongue-in-cheek, but <laughs> Janet should come out, and she should rip off Justin's shirt at the end. I think it will be a full-circle moment. We could all laugh about it. The FCC will not be upset about Justin being topless on TV. I'm with you. And we could all move on. And I it would bring great. closure to this thing. Yeah. Anyway, we will check back in with everybody at the end of the first quarter. Yep. Cindy Harrington. We're glad you're here in Charlotte. Filibuster Freestyle, we're glad y'all are listening. Obviously, after the game. You already know what happened. We don't. This is amazing. Oh, my God. We'll talk to you at the end of the first quarter. Go, Pat. All right, here we are. End of quarter number one. Patriots trail 9-3. They are driving as we speak. Cindy Harrington here with the crack research team. Filibuster Freestyle. Cindy, (laughs) thoughts on the first quarter of the Super Bowl 52? I'm nervous. I don't feel... Completely confident, but I feel okay. How how do you feel, Gav? Uh, I wish I knew what was going to happen at the end of this drive because if the Pats can go back up, that'd be good. Yep. Interesting things. Both offenses seem to be clicking thus far. 
Eagles missed an extra point at the end of their giant touchdown catch by Alshon Jeffrey. Maybe that looms big later. Uh, I thought the Doritos Blaze slash Mountain, Mountain Dew, Dew, Cool Mint, whatever it was, with Morgan Freeman, Peter Dinklage, Missy Elliott, and Buster Rhymes. Thus far, the leader in the clubhouse. Patriots are getting ready to come back, so we're going to go yep. back okay. do our thing. But first quarter, pass are down 9-3, to three, Patriots ball, here we go. Dilly, dilly. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, halftime show is over. Justin Timberlake bringing it huge medley. Here with Cindy Harrington. Uh, we haven't talked to anybody since the end of the first quarter, and a lot has gone down <laughs> since the end of the first quarter. I guess let's just start the halftime show. What did you think about JT overall? Overall, he was okay. Um... I didn't love it. I don't know. I'm a huge fan of his, and I just didn't think he, like, pulled out anything that really stood out. I was half expecting him to sing Holy Grail and have Jay-Z just pop out. I don't know. Is it bad that, like, in the entertainment that we expect now is, like, the main person plus, like... Other extra like famous friends. Like we were, I, the fact that the Janet Jackson rumor all week, she had to like dispel that today or yesterday that she wasn't coming. Right. Pink did the national anthem or whatever. Like you know. I give Pink an A plus by the way. Oh, by the way, Pink was great. I love her. She did a great job. So like, much. Pink could have come out. You know, she's in the building. Even though she's least. a Phillies fan, I love well, her. Oh, she's an Eagles fan. And oh, maybe a Phillies fan yeah, too, but Philly baseball fan. season is yeah. You know what I mean. Regardless, it's fine. Uh, and then I mean, we were thinking like, would Insync maybe come out? Like, we've seen Beyonce bring out in Vogue. Uh, not in Vogue, I'm sorry. Uh, Destiny's Child. Yes. In Vogue would be I was better. Like, that would be fantastic. There <laughs> were well, so many different women in Destiny's Child that it might as well be in Vogue. Anyway, we digress. Um, your hot take was that Mirror by Justin Timberlake is his, the worst song he's ever written. That is fire I, take. And I, I appreciate the message of it because I know it's towards his wife, Jessica Beale, because they were together and they broke up and they got back together, and that is like his love song to her. Sure. But it's a terrible song. Okay. It's terrible. Right. And he blew, he blew it out. And then you hated the symbolism of everybody, all of his dancers had mirrors up in the air, too. I, I just, I am not a fan of that song. I think it's one of his worst. Fair. And so that was unfortunate. Hot take from you, though. Mirror, worst thing he's ever written. Ever. ever. Hot take. Ever. Uh, the Prince, uh, that's the refrigerator in the studio going <laughs> nuts over there. The haunted. ice machine is on the fritz. It is haunted. And by the way, a lot's going on here, but the ice machine's on the fritz. <laughs> Faux show. Um... Sorry, so I was going to say, <laughs> JT did a nice tribute to Prince. He didn't screw that part up. That was I really actually, uh, yes, I didn't hate that. I thought that was tastefully done, better than like a hologram. I liked that he was on the piano for accompaniment. Sure. That that gave me, I got a thumbs up. Okay, working, working backwards, Chris Pratt has been in like five commercials already. You know, it was before halftime when he was in five commercials. Yeah. I get it. Like, we like Chris Pratt. He's, over, he's being too overdone. Yeah, I think we're hitting like, we've... Besides, we've maxed on Chris ma- Pratt. Yeah, like, it, I, like, exactly. Well said. I think Chris Pratt is doing a great job being in everything. I'm just not sure why, and I'm not sure he can keep this pace up. I think his negative press from his divorce from Anna Faris is wanting to oh, keep his star I didn't even up. I know they were married. Apparently they're not. So They're I married. Mean, they have a child that was oh. preemie and has um, some special needs. And I think, um, you know, I think he's trying to keep his star up where it was prior to the divorce. Got it. Okay. Speaking of stars, Keanu Reeves was in a Squarespace commercial. Gab, do you use Squarespace? I do. They did not ask me to be in the commercial. That's that's a damn shame. It's a damn shame. StillerBusterFreestyle.com is powered by Squarespace. So that's our Super Bowl commercial. <laughs> there Keanu you Reeves. Whoa. Cans. <laughs> Lots of cans. Guns. <laughs> I need guns. But yeah, he got the Super Bowl commercial and we didn't. Squarespace powers us both. Anyway, speaking of powers us both, and maybe makes us angry, 
you have a lot of problems with Chris Collinsworth, especially, and Al Michaels. My question to you is, do you dislike the two of them more than the Nance Romo combo and the Troy Aikman Joe Buck combo? Where do you like? It's tough. Because national announcers take it on the chin all the time, and I get that. Sure, yeah, and they're easy targets. It's you know, so Collinsworth is just so smarmy. And even when he's talking good about your team, you're mad at him. When he's talking bad about your team, you're mad at him. Yeah, you're just. He's just smart. He seems like a nice guy. Smarmy is a good is a good word for him. He wears the best suits in the in the broadcast. Like he beats Troy and he beats Tony as far Tony as Tony Romo. The color for the record, wears the worst suits, and his wife is like a beauty queen. So I don't know how she allows that. Right. But regardless, uh, yeah, I I think Al Michaels cannot visually see anything that's actually happening on the field. He makes a lot of terrible calls that are actually misses. the opposite he of misses, yeah. what is being called on the field. Correct. And Al Michaels is just such a fair weather fan. If the Patriots are doing well, he is their biggest supporter. If they're making a few mistakes, as they clearly have in this first half, yeah. he is just totally against them saying Tom Brady's too old. You know, it's just like the whole thing. Correct. The sky is falling. Now, we are at halftime. It is 22 to 12. Both teams have missed, actually... So the Eagles went for, went for two and didn't get it. They also missed an extra point. The Pats have missed a field goal and an extra point. So both teams have left multiple points on the board on, on the field or off the board. Yeah, not great stuff. Uh, Patriots get the ball to start the third quarter. They're down ten. Obviously, a crucial possession. We're we're gonna come back before the fourth quarter starts. But where, where do you see this third quarter going, Cindy? So I'm gonna take it back. <laughs> My prediction that Brandon Cooks is gonna have a because he's out of the game. He's gone um yeah i mean it's it's next man up you know you have to have the chris hogan's you have to have the james whites yeah. you have to have everyone else kind of taking but that do place. they do it? oh you want to talk about the bitmojis before we go because we got to go it's about to start yeah in a few but they're using like the, the john madden football <laughs> bitmojis of guys instead of just showing them yeah you're upset about that it's super weird. Why are they doing that? They don't like they the take right enough here. shots of them preseason that they can't just forward that into whatever they're using now. It's it's really. They've bad. also had two weeks to get ready. Yeah, exactly. It's like what what's happening. It's it's odd. Yeah, it's odd. Bitmojis are creepy, especially if the guys are right there on the well, field. Well, someone that uses her own bitmoji a lot, I think it's odd. So there's there's that. Right, but like at least you're. Ch- yeah, I get you. I don't even. I, I think you made the good point there. All right, we are clearly hanging on by a thread. It was a very intense first half uh, here on Hawthorne Lane in Charlotte, North Carolina. My neighbors are definitely filing complaints. It has been your a, rent's going to go up. A raucous, raucous first <laughs> half. Second half underway. We'll be back at the end of the third quarter. Filibuster freestyle. Ladies and gentlemen, Pats are down three, end of the third quarter, Eagles ball, third and two. Cindy, what do you think about the third quarter? I'm dying. We're dying. That's all we got right now. We'll see at the end of the game. Pats down three, Eagles with the ball, Pats territory, third down. Goodness gracious, Pizza Hut commercials, I don't care. That was a freestyle. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Super Bowl 52 is over. Eagles, congratulations. First ever Super Bowl championship, 41-33. And why do I sound not depressed because Sydney Harrington, <laughs> what just happened to you in your football squares? Um, thus far, I've won eight hundred dollars. And at halftime, you'd won zero dollars. Correct. So Sydney Harrington went from zero dollars and the Pats getting smoked at halftime <laughs> to an excruciating loss, but then getting phone calls from people all over the place telling her she's won two fifty here, two fifty there, three hundred here. Sydney Harrington, how you feeling now? Your team's lost. You were in a really bad mood about two minutes ago. <laughs> I know. And now you're just the happiest girl I know. 
Um, I'm devastated. But honestly, the Eagles played a great game. I, you know, I can't fault them for anything. Um, And... I'm pretty happy. I also won in another pool, and I don't know how much I won in that one. But I'm probably feeling pretty good about my nearly a thousand dollars. Proves that personal, personal victories are much better than. I'm just texting my cousin Doug's uh, wife Bridget here, yeah. who was. A, and I'm gonna say it. She was a Patriots fan last year. They moved to Philadelphia. <laughs> she got it back. Oh, okay. Fairweather fan, and now your son is too. But Cindy's happy, so I'm happy. Anyway, I'm gonna send a nice text. But if you've listened to the podcast, you know that I'm actually really sour at you, Bridget. Oh but congrats on the sun and the Super Bowl. You're having a better 2018 than I am. But not Cindy, because at least she's got 800 bucks. I feel great about that. That was heartbreaking. I mean, I, I just knew after last year there could not be such a legitimate comeback. Like, there was and there wasn't. And, you know, someone's going to lose. Someone's going to win. Unfortunately, this year it was us that lost. I'm happy. You know, I have to say, I listened to your podcast on the way down here. Yes. And the dance, like, really emotionally swayed me. I I feel, if anything, I feel so happy for them. Um, I want to know if they legitimately cried like babies once I bet this they do. victory and you know was exactly. had. Exactly. That's awesome. I'm sure, they're on, I'm sure they're out on Broad Street right now. For those true type of fans that aren't going to go and destroy the entire city of Philadelphia no, right now. they're going to celebrate. It's going to be fun. I, I am happy for them. It's going to be great. I am truly happy it's for them. It's a good franchise. You know, tip of the cap to fellow Clark University alum, Jeffrey Lurie, owner yep. of the Eagles. And then I hate Bradley Cooper. I was gonna say, and then you the sack master Bradley Cooper. Like whatever. Silver Lines playbook. Get out of here. Get out of here. But anyway, good for you too, buddy. Uh, by the way, sorry, Bridget. I was really out of line, but I just feel like to be happy that the Patriots won last year and a year later be happy that they lost. This is weird. I guess that's what happens when you move. Listen, I don't like the Panthers. She's from Philadelphia. It's okay. Bridget can handle. Bridget can handle the, sh- the well, anyway. s talking. I'm just mad because my second cousin Theo is going to be an Eagles fan the rest of his life, and he's only like six weeks old, not even two weeks. old. You know what? Let Theo decide for himself when he when he has a um, decision making mind. Fair. So, do you have anything else to say? I'm actually the more we talk about it. Besides me being happy for you and your gambling win. Thanks. I'm incapable of being. Uh, Again, I'm really happy for my friends who are true fans, and I'm yes. happy for you too, Bridget. I'm sorry I made it about you. My bad. <laughs> I lost control might, of myself. We might have to re-record this. No, we're not going to re-record it. This is real me. This is us on NBC. It's next. And this is us. I am both happy and trying to be gracious, but also incredibly angry. Congrats to Philly. Good Congrats job. to Philadelphia. Good job, guys. Good job. Motown Philly back again. ABC, BBD, the East Coast family. We out. How do I say goodbye? (laughs) Oh, God. Anyway. Let's cut this short. Bye.